the revolution is upon us. The future of physical music is in our hands. Join the fight. This is the Wax Cast. Hello, vinyl community. This is the Wax Cast. I'm TJ, and I am Andy. We are so glad you could join us tonight. We've uh, we've been back at this format now for four weeks. Four, three, uh, one, two. Three. Yeah, this yeah. is the fourth week, All and right. it's going really well. Uh, yeah. Gained a lot of audience. We like uh, to so think it's going well. we will always <laughs> assume it's going well. Yeah. So uh, if you're joining us tonight uh, on Facebook Live, thanks so much. Uh, and if you're listening afterwards on iTunes or Stitcher or YouTube or anywhere else. We thank you for tuning in on there. So, are we on Snapchat yet? We are not. We're never going to be on Snapchat. Stop <laughs> asking. <laughs> so seriously, um, we got uh, a really cool uh, guest tonight. Yeah. We, when we started this website, we talked about how the people we're fighting for are independent record stores, independent, independent artists, and independent, and independent labels. labels. Those are the big three, and we want the Waxcast to be all encompassing to uh, talking about them because they make the vital community. Those, those three. Yeah. So um, I think we should jump right into it tonight. I think we should actually. We, uh, <laughs> through uh, some of our, many of our uh, projects that we've had over the last few years, we've gotten to know a lot of great independent labels. And uh, one of our favorites is Soul Step Records. And so we've got Melvin Dillon, there he is, joining us tonight uh, from, from Ohio. So uh, thanks so much for joining us, Melvin. Oh, happy to be here. I appreciate you guys having me on and all the times that you've written about our releases. I uh, can't thank you enough. You bet. Um, and uh, for those who are joining us in, on Facebook and uh, Facebook Live, if you have a question for Melvin, go ahead and just drop it in the comments and we're going to do our best to get it to Melvin. He can answer it in real time because definitely. we're high tech like that. Absolutely. Yeah, we've definitely upped our game a lot. We really have. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we've stepped it up from pre-recorded <laughs> stuff. So All right. Let's jump into it, Andy. Uh, let's go ahead and just start. Uh, Melvin, go ahead and tell us a little bit about Soul Step Records. Yeah, so Soul Step Records is a unique label that's out there in the world and what makes us different and unique is the fact that we upfront all the costs for vinyl manufacturing for independent artists. And when we go through and we start to sell records, we sell a hundred limited edition copies. These are going to be color vinyl where the, uh, the money comes back to soul step. That's not going to make back a hundred percent of the investment that we're putting in for the manufacturing it's more along the lines of 60 to 70%, just depending on the uh, details of the pressing. Once we sell through that first 100, we move to just our standard vinyl, which we split the profits 50-50 with the artist. We also sell those, uh, those vinyl back to the artist pretty much at cost, maybe even a little bit lower. So that way artists can go out on the road, they can have a really nice margin and a really nice piece of vinyl sitting on their merch table. It's a uh, label that's going to hit uh, seven years uh, next month and uh, never taken a dime from the label. We kind of own, operate, and run just like we would a nonprofit. Anything that we make, it goes into funding another release or uh, you know, just staying alive with you know, all the fees and things that are out there. Awesome. Um, what prompted you to, to start this label? You know, I... Uh, Way back in the day, I'll, I'll date myself a little bit here, but I used to go out, I used to play music, I used to be on the road, and I learned uh, you know, what was fun about that, and I learned what some of the unique challenges are. So when I uh, 
took a job that kind of pulled me out of uh, being in the art uh, community, I decided that I wanted to stay involved somehow. So the thought of the record label and doing a vinyl-only record label came up, but I wanted to support build a build a label that supported artists like I would have appreciated back when I made music. And thus came the really unique business plan for us that has uh, allowed us to stand out, allowed us to build really great relationships with artists and help grow our brand as we try to uh, take over the world, at least the, uh, the, the vinyl section. <laughs> um. You, you alluded to this a little bit before, uh, but you're a vinyl-only uh, record label. You, your songs are not available on any other format. Um, I don't know about digital. Uh, why was that so important to you to be vinyl-only? Well, for me, the, the beauty behind it is if artists want to have their stuff out digitally, and they do, they can go have that. They can make that happen. That's their product, and uh, they, can take the, they can make the money back from that. Same for CDs. All we do, we don't want to own the rights to the artist's music. That's that's their product. That's their creation. We just want to do vinyl licensing deals. I believe it's the ultimate format. It's my favorite format, and it's a format that really great music deserves. Uh, so we uh, kind of built it out that way. Um, I could be super greedy and sign an artist and say, uh, half your digital goes to me, half your CD goes to me, the vinyl goes to me, and if I go get any sync licenses for commercials, film, television, it comes to me. I just I don't run the label to line my pockets. I, I, I run it to uh, to support these artists. So that's why I uniquely corner that vinyl market. Great. Go ahead. That's awesome. So, uh, so we've kind of noticed that, you know, um, most of the artists that you go to have some sort of connection with Ohio or the Cincinnati scene. Is there a specific reason why, uh, you focus on the artists in that area? Uh, first and foremost, I think that I have a duty to support my local scene. I didn't start the label in Cincinnati, Ohio. It started in Lexington, Kentucky, and I moved my way up for the day job. But I think that, uh, being here and um, as much as this community has embraced me, my label, what I'm trying to do, I, I just think it's a responsibility to invest back in the Cincinnati community. And it also, like, it doesn't hurt that there's really great music, unbelievable bands that are kind of coming out. And um, this scene here in Cincinnati collaborates like none I've ever seen before. No matter what genre, no matter how established people are in this city, everybody wants to collaborate. Everybody wants to play shows with each other. So first and foremost, I'm going to put Cincinnati on the map. That's not going to stop me from going out and finding great artists from all over the country. If I find good music, if I can get it out, I'm going to put it out. But first and foremost, it's uh, you got to rep your uh, hometown first, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, just want to remind people, if you're watching on Facebook Live and you have questions for Melvin from Soul Step Records, go ahead and drop him in the comments and we'll see to it that he answers those. Um, Melvin, uh, tell us about uh, your latest project with Scattered Trees. Yes, so I'm really excited about this one. Scattered Trees' Sympathy, which is the second LP that they, that they did, 
was actually the first release that we've ever put out on Soul Step Records. I remember when I was building Soul Step, that was the record I wanted to put out. And that's the one that I wanted to be first. But I never forgot how much I loved their debut record. I remember seeing these guys when I used to live in Chicago. I used to go see these guys all the time. And there's always something about that first album that I go back to. I think Sympathy is a phenomenal album. And it was a great way to kick off our label. But once we got to the point where it was uh, our 30th release, I knew I wanted it to be something special. So that's where um, you just started to open up the dialogue to get this album on vinyl for the first time. It's a 16-year-old record, and uh, it stands the test of time, I feel. And I've really been excited to see people discover it, because uh, I don't even think this one's out um, from a digital perspective as well. If you want to hear this record, you got to buy the vinyl, and, and frankly, it's the way to listen to it. Awesome. Awesome. Go ahead. Uh, so we've noticed that almost all, if not all, of the the albums that you've released have been on colored vinyl. Is this uh, is there a specific reason for that? Is this an artist or a label choice? You know, I think I'm ultimately looking to support these independent artists. I'm ultimately ultimately looking to find fans of these artists and hopefully get them to make the jump into vinyl for the first time. So I think you know, colored vinyl and and, and Vinyl purists will be the first one to tell you you're not going to get the best sound if it's, you know, color vinyl, black vinyl all the way. I get that, and we have that product for you if that's what you dig. But ultimately, when it comes to introducing new people to the medium, that particular beautiful color vinyl might be the thing that gets somebody to buy their first record. And uh, we all know, the three of us know, you get that first one, it's all over from that aspect, so... Yeah, I think it's important. I like doing it. Um, it's just cool. You gotta gotta take full advantage of it if you're gonna go all the way in and uh, and make some records. Absolutely. In fact, we wanted to uh, we wanted to show this one uh, your Doc Robinson licks record. I have Ooh. never wanted to take a bite out of a record so bad. I don't know how well they can see that. But yeah, and I'm on a diet right now, and this is just looking really delicious to me. <laughs> Waffle cone vinyl. I mean, yeah. <laughs> easily the most delicious-looking piece of wax that I've, I've ever seen yeah. come out. So well done on that one. So. Yeah, I appreciate it. I've been really lucky uh, to come out with some really unique pressings. Like, obviously, we do a lot of stuff um, – that garners a lot of attention, especially the wax mage variants that are in very small numbers that we get from time to time. But going back to our, our third, yeah, our third release, our Matt Duncan soft times, where we were pressing a physical tarot card inside a clear vinyl, or any sort of the multicolored vinyl that we did early on, I've just been really lucky to be able to either take really calculated risks or be able to develop relationships with plants that when I call and say, I got this idea that they've been willing to kind of step up to the plate, play ball. And if that's what it takes to help um, get people out there to discover this vinyl um, and this label, then I'm going to do it. Cause uh, ultimately at the end of the day, that just helps support these artists. I know uh, probably our biggest thing we ever did was our eight chamber liquid filled vinyl um that one like got us all sorts of attention and so many people who now come discover these artists end up supporting them supporting us all because you know some blog posted a picture of this really insane record that led them right back to us so it's just uh it's important to get eyeballs man that's what the the name of the game is 
Awesome. And I have a question, kind of a follow-up to that. Are you uh, working, and if you, can, if you can't say we understand, are you working predominantly with one pressing plant or have you had to kind of shop around to, for the different projects? Yeah, you know, initially I started off with uh, United Record Pressing. When I first started pressing records, I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, Jay Millar, who was uh, one of the, uh, he was a manager down there at URP, I just reached out to him because I bought a record and I, you know, noticed that he produced it. And I said, Hey, I'd love to ask you some questions about the process. He goes, well, it turns out I work out of the plant. So perfect. Right. So we did our, uh, our first five records at United record pressing. Then the vinyl boom really hit. And then all of a sudden it became really hard because everybody found themselves in the spot that we're still in today. Uh, you know, presses are slammed. They're running 24 seven the small run stuff are so much harder to accommodate. So I press things overseas, which I wasn't super crazy about the quality. I've done um, music hall in Columbus. I've done QRP in Kansas, uh, places in uh, New Jersey. But ultimately, I had got a groove records out of Cleveland. They kept hitting me up from time to time. We'd love to have you come up. And I found that Got a Groove, which I've done since release 11, and I just put in release number 41, submitted it to them a couple days ago. So I've done a ton of records with Got a Groove. Their attention to detail, the quality, unmatched. It's a little bit more expensive. Sometimes I got to wait a little bit longer than I would probably hope to. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I want the product that goes out that's got our name and our brand on it to be really really nice and um, when it comes to the sound the cutting of the lacquers I don't think that there's anybody better in the world than Gotta Groove Records I'd, if I had a flag I'd be flying it right now and uh, and championing their name I couldn't say enough nice things about the work that they do and the level of detail they get to as well oh man good to hear good to hear um, go ahead uh, I've lost my spot here. <laughs> uh, okay oh yeah so uh, kind of going back to the colored vinyl thing do you uh, do you allow artistic freedom throughout the entire process? Um, I, I guess, do they have complete control as far as like jacket covers and whatnot and all? I mean, well, you know, it's different with every release because at the end of the day, if you look at the fine print in the contract, Soul Step Records has final creative decisions on all jacket artwork, vinyl color, and, you know, center label options. But really, it's it's a collaboration. I fully understand that this is the artist's product, and I want as much of their input in on it as possible. Now, there's certain things that can come up. Say, you know, this wonderfully beautiful chocolate brown vinyl you see uh, right there. Uh, is, is, it's great. I love it, but the next artist may want the exact same thing. That doesn't quite work. So there can be little road bumps that we hit like that, um, certain design elements that just may or may not be possible or push a price point uh, out of what would be uh, financially responsible. So those are the only little road bumps that we hit from time to time. But ultimately, I understand this is the artist's product. I don't want to stand in the way of their vision, because just as much as this is my product, this is theirs as well, and um, their vision needs to be represented. Um, Can you give us any insight into uh, the next upcoming projects for Soul Step Records? I got a lot of stuff. So we've got Soul Step Day coming up on Saturday. So what that is is 
we're kind of we went back through our vault and we pulled one offs of all of the most rare, most sought after, most insane presses that we've ever done, and we're kind of like sneaking them up on our subscriber site uh, on our website throughout the day on Saturday. That's coming up first. Uh, we've got a 45 with a great artist out of Brooklyn coming up the week after that. Then after that, the next week, we're going to be launching a brand new release series from the label called the Footprint Series. And what that's going to be is it kind of represents where I come from. I was born and raised in the Appalachian Mountains, um, southwest Virginia, near the Cumberland Gap. Grew up listening to country, bluegrass, just immersed in it. As much as I'm a fan of, of all different types of music, that kind of informed my early years. So I wanted to be able to have an arm of the label that was reaching out to that type of tunes. So I've got a really incredible band out of Chicago, Illinois, with really authentic Americana that we're going to kick off the uh, Footprint series with. And then after that, at the end of the month, we've got a local release. Um, I think I can say this. Can you put it on the Facebook? You put it on Facebook. Uh, but a, a hip-hop artist from Cincinnati, his name is Audley. So just think about this. You've got Scattered Trees here, which is like an indie rock coffee shop classic record. Then you're going to get hit with some indie rock and roll from New York City. Then it's going to be roots music, and then right behind that comes a hip-hop record. So I love the fact that we can be very uh, – we can go all over the place with genres. I want people who are into hip-hop coming to the label and maybe discovering a Scattered Trees or anybody else that we've put out. So I think if you look at the next month and the amount of releases that will be coming out, I think it just kind of – I think it kind of shows off our label in a nutshell. It's wide. It's diverse. And um, it's just cool, man. I, it, it's a blessing to be a part of. Awesome. That's that's absolutely awesome. Um, I I had a question from that. Do you do you get a lot of requests for for certain bands and artists uh, to have their music released on vinyl? All the time. Think about it. If you're an artist out there and you come across a record label that says we'll we'll upfront all the money for you, <laughs> you want a cool, uh, uh, awesome looking record and you don't want to pay a cent for it. Hey, come come talk to Soul Step Records. I get a ton of submissions. And I have to say no to a lot of people for obvious reasons. Uh, we're not gigantic by any stretch. So for me, I've got a couple of criteria that music has to pass before I feel comfortable putting it out. Number one is it's got to pass my ear test. It's got to be a record that if I kind of stumbled upon it, I would, I would go to the store and at Plaid Room Records here locally here in Cincinnati – I'd go there and I'd buy it. If it passed that test, then I can move on to uh, how are they online? Are they somebody, uh, some artists that are going to go out and really share and push a release and help drive our name along uh, as we're driving their name uh, to kind of build our brand and their brand? Um, and then from there, I like to talk to my artists. I don't get to meet them all in person, unfortunately, but I like to get in touch with them. I want to talk to them. I want to make sure they're good human beings uh, because I don't want to work with um, no asshats. Uh, <laughs> if that's a if that's an appropriate word, I can throw on the on the wax cast. But no, well, uh, well played. I've been I'm waiting for, eight years for somebody to use asshat. Yeah, exactly. yeah, on we our website. A long time. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that's what you get when you invite me on, man. Like, it, it can go off the rails in a heartbeat. But, yeah, I mean, those are my criteria. Like I said, I say no to a ton of people, and that doesn't mean uh, doesn't mean that they're bad, they're terrible, or, or, or I hate them. Uh, some people take it the wrong way a lot of the times. But you got to hit all those aspects and uh, really be truly driving and pursuing your dream if I'm going to put my weight and more importantly, the money behind a, a release. Sure. Absolutely. Um, if someone were to come to you uh, wanting to start an independent label, if they said, Melvin, it's always been my dream to start an independent label, but I, I don't know where to start. Give me some advice. What would you tell them? Ooh, I would say most importantly, know what your true objective is. Is it to put out a certain style of music? What does your label stand for, I think, is a really big piece. I mean, there's uh, anybody truly can go to a pressing plant with uh, three, $4,000 and four months later have a product. But I think it's important that this day and age that you've got to stand for something. Um, you've got to have some sort of um, obstacle or mission behind what you do. That's just an ethos thing. But in terms of, you know, just tips or best practices that I would share is uh, get ready to live your life four to five, maybe even six months in advance. It takes a long time to get uh, records made. And so that means, you know, right now, guys, like I'm planning my Black Friday record store day release. It is May the 30th that I'm talking about releases that I'm planning to come out in November. Um, that's the only way you kind of stay ahead of the game just with how long it takes to manufacture the fact that it takes time to get promotion and things behind certain records. It's such an unpredictable business. So if you don't deal with ambiguity, well, you ought not be in the vinyl game because if your test pressing doesn't come out right, then everything changes everything. And, um, that's going to be a big critical part, but man, at the end of the day, like put something out that you care about, put something out that you love put some detail into it and you know, the rest will take care of itself. Uh, don't, don't try to make money. If you try to make money, you'll make the wrong calls for artists. Do it for the right reasons. That would, that's what I'd say. I talk all night if I could. <laughs> um, what, what are some of the bigger challenges that you've come across as an independent label? Well, uh, I'll tell you what the growth is actually the hardest thing in the world. Early in my career and in Soul Steps' career, we're putting out two, maybe three records a year. So it's it's fairly easy to raise up a little bit of capital, invest it in a project, wait for it to come back. There's your capital, and you just you keep moving. But now I'm to the point where I'm on track to potentially hit 20 releases this year. Wow. The, the management of, I did 15, 15 last year, and I decided that I was going to punish myself even more this year and go even further. But <laughs> just the management of money and, you know, you have to put a lot of money down when you go to put a record in motion. And, you know, I've got 10 records in different, you know, states in production right now. That's a lot of money to have tied up. And um, the balance of all of that is going to be 
whether I make it or not uh, through 2018. So for me, that's the hardest piece. And, uh, you know, obviously to just learning the business side of it, getting an LLC started, making sure you do the right thing so you're protected. Um, those have been some kind of unique things that have popped up that I wouldn't have necessarily expected. But yeah, just handling the growth is maybe the toughest thing that I've encountered in a long time. But we're going to do it. Awesome. Um, is, is Soul Step Records uh, just you? Anybody else uh, in this game with you? Or are you doing things as a one-man show? It's me, baby. Uh, I, uh, I do the scouting. I do the, uh, the mastering. I do the, the money and the submission and the approval of the tests and then the PR and the marketing and the social media and the, the website management and then the shipping. It all uh, is through me. And um, I, if anything, I need to hire somebody to just ship records if I had a person that would just come in and pack everything up, things would be groovy. But I find myself uh, every day, you know, I work a day job too. Like I, that's that's how this all happens. So I'll come home from working eight nine hours in a day, and uh, there'll be a stack of orders. And I um, I was raised by a coal miner, so I don't screw around. Like uh, you, you have a job, you get the job done, yeah. and you know if there's. 25, 30 boxes to pack, then, well, you just got to suck it up and, and get those records packed. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, it's all me guys. When do you sleep, man? Shoot. Uh, you know, um, it's a great question. Uh, uh almost ever. <laughs> I mean, I do, like, in addition to like, so my day job probably takes up like 45, 50 hours. Soul step. I probably put 20 at least in each week. I do a radio show on a uh, Cincinnati station Monday nights. I'm out in town all the time, um, hired out for DJ gigs, uh, vinyl only. And uh, so I stay incredibly busy and uh, I don't know how I do it. I'm, I'm, I'm on fumes right now. <laughs> Blacking all this out right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, our, we always try to leave, make our last question a real positive one. Um, what's your favorite part about owning an independent record label? Wow, that's a great question. Oh, man. A couple of my favorite things. Outside of just getting to put out music that I really care about and know that it is out into the world and it is uh, kind of immortalized that way. I would say from an artist's perspective, when I have my artists call me and they share with me, you know, these, these guys or gals went to a show, we met and talked with them at the end of the night and they said that they discovered us through soul step. I think that's probably the most gratifying thing. That's at least the thing that validates the work that I do. So just helping others stay up, and mobile and moving forward towards what their goals are. That's probably the, the most validating thing. But the thing that I personally like the most is the detail that I can put into particular releases. So if you ever own a soul step record, 
you know, go back and look at the, um, the dead wax. I always leave little notes, hints, clues. So for instance, you know, a song for my grandfather, um, the name of the, 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 the last record that we just put out, like, you know, I want, I put my grandfather's name in the dead wax and that's who I'm named after as well. So I always like to put a little bit of detail. That's my personal favorite part. Favorite part for the artist is always going to be helping them get discovered, helping them make money. You know, when they call and say, Hey, we built, we bought a van because of the vinyl sales. You know, that's the stuff that I live for that validates the hard work and gets me through when I don't think I can push through a particular day. Awesome. No, that's that's really great. I like hearing you got those little Easter eggs in in each record there. Yeah, try that with a digital download, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> um, so we actually got a question for you from Angela. Um, she's asking, uh, "Do you have a favorite genre that you like putting out?" Listen, I, my my personal tastes very eclectic. I mean, if you were uh, listening into you know, what this next month's releases are going to be like. It kind of gives you a, a, a look into what I put out. But honestly, like, I, my bread and butter is soul music. There's nothing that I love more in the world than, than just an, a soul singer just laying it out on the line. And we've got an unbelievable soul LP coming here in a couple of months in the summer, which I'm really excited about. But to be honest, there's something really special about getting uh, the Footprint series up and off the ground and being able to release music either that is completely influenced by Appalachia or it's from Appalachia. And that's really important to me. As much as I rep the town I live in now, Cincinnati, and that scene, I want to rep the music that I grew up with and kind of raised me, which is you know all from the Appalachian Mountains. Good question. All right. Um, well, with that, with that, uh, I think we're gonna kind of wrap things up there, Melvin. Um, and with your permission, uh, we want to play uh, one of the tracks off uh, the, the new record, if that's good with you. I love it. Play, play as much as you want. Play the whole record if you want. That's all good with me. <laughs> all right, we're gonna cut to the uh, we're gonna cut to the album cover here, and we'll get that going in just a second here.
baby, it's you That I hear when I stop inside That I see when I close my eyes I know I have everything to prove I want to prove everyone to you To your window Just to show to you I won't take more than you are giving I'll give more than I ought to So let you Down Let you Down Most beautiful song I've ever come to know is you. Baby, it's you that I hear when I stop inside, that I see when I close my eyes. I know I have everything to prove. I want to prove everyone. To you, I wanna prove everyone to you, to Back to there us. we go. <laughs> All right. That was the lead track off of Scattered Trees, a uh, song from a grandfather out now on Soul Step Records. Go buy it. Um, Melvin, we, we've been posting it up, but tell people where they can buy it. Oh, my goodness. www.soulsteprecords.com. Please come by. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take full advantage of this uh, promo here. Uh, you can take a look at all the records we've got. We've got a gallery on there, so if you just want to come and look at all the amazing, incredible, beautiful records, you can do that. we got a little jukebox going on there, so if you want to come and discover a new artist, just go through and pick a song off the jukebox. Listen to what's there. Um, you can tune into uh, – we've got past episodes of my radio show. It's we got all kinds of stuff there. It's a, a one-stop shop for all things good music. All things great vinyl. That's about as good as I could sell that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. No, that's good. So make sure you get pick up a copy because they're limited. Melvin, there's only a hundred copies of the chocolate vinyl. Is that right? Without a doubt, and it is very small numbers left. So uh, 
if anybody's out there and they're on the fence, I would go online and I'd pick it up tonight because this thing could go any minute. Right. Good to hear. Well, Melvin, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time and Absolutely. telling us all about Soul Step Records. Anytime. Uh, let me know if you guys ever need anything. I'm always happy to jump on with you all. Thanks oh, so much. Definitely. So, well, thanks so much for joining us. This is going to wrap it up. Yeah, this was a wonderful wax cast. I really enjoyed it. That was this. great. It's a, a long wax cast. We're, we're, we're extending You know, out. we haven't made it into that 8 to 12 minute. No, no, our, our 8 to 12 minute idea is <laughs> gone. Yeah, so. But we are uniting the vinyl community. That's what the wax cast is, That's is, right. is all about. Absolutely, so yeah. We need, we need more people to talk to, like Melvin. Independent artists, independent record labels, just like Melvin. Yeah, absolutely. Are, um, are, are you part of the vinyl community? Are you a, a store owner? Are you a, a vinyl record presser? label do you just want to talk music with you us? want to just drink beer and talk with us we want to talk to you but we want you to be part of the vinyl community so get in touch where do they get in touch right right there right nice. there get, get well it's going away right it's now away. But, uh, get, get get it on vinyl.com get it on vinyl.com <laughs> uh hit us up it's easy to get in touch with us we are on facebook twitter instagram but we and coming soon to you snapchat not a chance in hell we will never <laughs> snapchat never all right we'll see you next week same bat time. Same we'll bat see time. You guys.